Today is April 2nd, 2020. The number of confirmed cases of COVID-19 is approaching 1 million globally. Coronavirus deaths exceed 5,000 in the United States as more states issue stay-at-home orders for residents. Over 40 spring breakers who ignored public health advice test positive for the coronavirus. FEMA is sending 85 refrigerated trucks to New York City to serve as temporary morgues. The New England Patriots jet is used to bring over 1 million N95 masks from China to the U.S. The governor of California pleads with other states to shut down. This is C19 Daily, and I'm Frank Schultz. I'm Karen Romano. Let's go ahead and take a look at what is going on today. So, Karen, the confirmed cases in the U.S. have passed 200,000 as of yesterday, uh, deaths uh, topping 5,000. So it's uh, getting pretty, you know, it's been serious, but now it's obviously uh, accelerating as we kind of ramp up the the curve here. Yeah, we we talked earlier this week about basically getting prepared for the next two weeks and that we're going to see uh, a lot more cases. Um, so obviously we're seeing that. We're seeing a lot more deaths. Um, over the weekend, I think we hit 2,000 deaths in the U.S., and now we're up to 5,000. Um, our first article looks at that as well as um, the fact that more states are starting to put stay-at-home orders in. Um, as of yesterday, we had Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Nevada, and then Pennsylvania doing full state um, stay-at-home orders. As you read through this article, um, one of the things I really found interesting were some of the quotes from states who are not putting stay-at-home orders in place and their reasoning. Uh, the one, the one of the quotes I, I don't necessarily love, but I really found interesting is uh, South Dakota's governor says that South Dakota is not New York City uh, as part of her reasoning and why she hasn't put something in place yet. Um, I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, the fact that some people are waiting or some of these governors are waiting to take action to try to slow the spread or not being, I guess, as as drastic as putting these stay at home orders in place. And then on top of it, um, obviously the Missouri governor, if you read the article, calls out um, there's still 95 counties in his state that have less than five cases of coronavirus in it. So, you know, ultimately, I think they're waiting for the virus before they react instead of preventing the virus from spreading, which um, seems to be misaligned with uh, CDC recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like... um... I'm not saying they aren't taking it seriously, <clears throat> but that, you know, we're learning from other states how quickly this can spread. You know, New York City, obviously, very good example of that. Um, and at this point, these governors don't feel like it applies to them or um, that it's, it's not bad enough to take actions yet. So we'll see how that changes over the, the coming days and weeks. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's, you know, it's close. So, you know, you have to think about if you're not shutting anything down, you know, you look at Louisiana has a high amount of cases, Michigan, Illinois. Um, those states have neighbors and people travel across borders. So uh, the fact that we're seeing that people can be carriers without showing symptoms and people are still moving freely um, across borders right now and, and without restrictions in those states or even advisories, um, it's going to spread. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Well, and speaking of uh, traveling, you know, the second article here, 40 spring breakers ignored public health advice. Uh, they test positive for coronavirus. Um, 
that was most of the group that went down in this circumstance. Yeah, it looks like there was about 70 people um, who chartered a plane to go from Texas down to Mexico for spring break. This is a very common story we're seeing. Um, College-age kids think this doesn't apply to them. They're not listening to advice. Uh, They decide to go to Mexico. And now, uh, according to this article, 44 of them have tested positive and the rest are being looked at um, quarantined, looking for symptoms. It's crazy. As you said, it's, it's not an uncommon thing. Um, this is, I guess, an article. Well, it is an article. We've been talking about this for a couple of days. And I think we put it in today because it's something that, you know, we keep seeing examples of it, um, you know, coming back up. And, uh, you know, there's the United States obviously is uh, recommending suspension of non-essential travel, but it's not, enforced so exactly um again i mean this this just goes back to our first uh, story we're talking about where if the governors are not kind of closing things down uh, they're going to spread people moving around people moving around means the virus is being transmitted. and, and this article over. also talks about that although the um these spring breakers who chartered a plane to go to mexico on the way back some of them took back commercial flights now they potentially exposed anybody on those flights uh, to the coronavirus. So, you know, again, spreading, spreading this unknowingly to other people. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's, uh, it's the Fibonacci sequence or kind of the, you know, exponential growth. Ultimately, uh, one person spreads to two, two spread to four, four spread to eight. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, not, not so much the Fibonacci sequence as much as it is, you know, exponential growth here, but, uh, you can, a small drop in a lake can poison the whole lake. And, uh, I like that analogy. Yeah, I mean, that's the, <laughs> Im- that's the impact, um, the impact a person can have. And people don't generally think about that. We're very me focused a lot of the time. Yeah. And there's so, so many examples out in the news today. Um, we'll see how long it takes to start to resonate with people um, to start to take the right actions. Absolutely. And New York, I think, is just crazy what's going on right now. Uh, you know, we've, we've reported on the the population density there and how that really greatly affects the transmission rate but on top of it um uh, de blasio i believe it was bill de blasio um if not it was governor cuomo uh, essentially came back and started closing playgrounds because people weren't um, adhering to that um i saw that yeah and fema is now sending 80 or 85 refrigerated trucks because they don't have enough room in in the morgues Talk about a story to to get people to pay attention, right? 85 refrigerated trucks to serve as morgues. Like that's pretty, that's sombering, like to to see that. Um, They're expecting that they've already had a lot of deaths, but they're trying to prepare to where we're going to put all these bodies, right? Um, So they're bringing trucks in for that. Who would have thought that you would see that? It's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, the, the top picture here, if you look at this article is, a forklift loading a body onto a refrigerated truck. So um, it's uh, it's you know it's chilling. It's uh, not a not it's reality. I hate to say it. It's reality, and it's you know not something that I think we want to address. And um, but this is the reality of of this virus and what's going on. And um, we just we have to stop the spread. We just absolutely need to. Um, now, the other, the other aspect of this, you know, as we're trying to do that, obviously, 
we need more masks. We always have been talking about the, the PPE and the need for those. And it seems like a lot of companies are switching to manufacturing masks and ventilators, given their specialty. Looks like the New England Patriots, um, although they're uh, not a friend of the, of the Philadelphia Eagles um, <laughs> here in the area, but uh, definitely doing a good thing. You know, they sent their jets over to bring a million N95 masks back from China. Yeah, it's like a, a, more, a little more positive story um, that that we're seeing where, you know, Patriots have volunteered to use their plane to go over to China, which that's, again, crazy <laughs> to think about that, um, to pick up these masks. Uh, the article talks around the fact that about 300,000 will be coming to New York City. So we just talked about New York City um, and the rest will be dispersed, uh, you know, to where they're needed. So maybe a, a little more of a positive story. It talks about how um, the team owner, uh, Robert Kraft, has put up $2 million of their own money to help pay for these masks. So um, someone stepping up and trying to help out. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, it's, and, you know, I think there's examples, obviously, of the light shining through every day. And we try and bring kind of a balanced um, assortment of news stories here and, and uh you know, unfortunately, kind of maybe not ending on the happy note, uh, or at least the, I'll say the not happy, but positive note of people helping out. And, and maybe it is a governor helping out. You know, the California governor is trying to appeal to 11 states that haven't ordered residents to stay at home. And this kind of ties into our first article, really. Um, and, you know, they're really trying to get every state to consider more extreme measures. Yeah, that's like, it's almost like a nice bookend to our first story. Um, where the governor of California is really trying to share his lessons learned, saying, hey, don't wait, take action now and put those stay-at-home orders in place. It did help, you know, and there's an article I think uh, we were looking at earlier that we might put out tomorrow, but, you know, you look at countries like Germany that really did a very, um, you know, very restrictive lockdown in essence and and quarantine, and uh, it worked. You know, it worked to date. So it's something that uh, you can't wait till the virus crosses your border. You can't wait till it's prevalent, Uh, even though you don't feel it. It's, you know, it's still going to come. Exactly. And like I said, we're going to see more and more stories around what states are doing. Um, And hopefully we see some of these states that are called out in this article uh, take take action sooner than later. Yeah. I mean, it's basically you got to look at it. It's like being in the path of a hurricane and saying it's sunny outside. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, the hurricane's right. still coming, right? So you still should prepare. Um, it's just, you know, I don't know how many how many times we can advocate for that. But um, even if you're not feeling the effects, you still need to prepare and, and quarantine. And, and uh, the quicker we all do this, the quicker this will be in a manageable situation um, until we can get some of the, the vaccines and, you know, some of the, some of the, uh, Proactive uh, responses, probably, hopefully in the fall, as we were reporting earlier, that uh, hopefully, you know, Johnson & Johnson, I think, is uh, predicting to have a vaccine in, in September if all goes well. Yeah, they're ready to get into those human trials by September. So um, see what happens there. And I know that we'll, we'll continue to bring you the news as we see new developments um, in that in that space. Absolutely. Well, that's it for us today on April 2nd, 2020. Again, if you have any articles or feedback or anything that you want to discuss with us, please send us an email at COVID-19 at infiniteblue.com. We're going to be bringing a special guest on later this week and another on next week. 
if you do have experience in, uh, in the response to the coronavirus and would like to talk to us here on our podcast, go ahead and send us an email as well at COVID-19 at infiniteblue.com. We'll be posting out um, some information around that as well today on social. Um, but feel free to share us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And that's it for today. I'm Frank Schultz. And I'm Karen Romano. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay safe.